Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The introduction of free public transport has been backed by an Oireachtas Committee report on Ireland's transport sector. Now, the Joint Committee on Environment and Climate Actions report published this month points the way towards reducing emissions in the sector by 51% by 2030 and net zero emissions by 2050. Now, obviously, this is something we all have to sign up for. And the problem is, if we don't sign up for it or if we don't achieve it, there will be massive fines. Now, according to a statement... Uh, the Minister for Transport made in 2019, Shane Rossett would have been at the time, it would have cost the state at least £600 million a year to make public transport free. But in saying that, the fine they will get for not doing it is probably a lot more. So the idea is now, well, let's give everybody free public transport, you know, park and ride, all that kind of stuff. In other words, the state pays for public transport. Do you think that would reduce carbon emissions by, A, I suppose, getting you out of your car, and onto public transport. I mean, more people will use public transport. There is no doubt about it. But I'm wondering, would you get out of your car? Tim, I don't think I would. I mean, there is a bus service runs from where I live to, to here, to literally around the corner. But I prefer the, the, pardon me, I prefer the convenience of my car. I don't want to be tied to times that the buses are coming out, etc., etc. Maybe that's just laziness on my behalf. But I don't know whether you'd be interested in it. And also, as a taxpayer, are you happy that six hundred million, which was the predicted cost back in two thousand nineteen, of taxpayers' money would be used to provide public transport, when maybe you're not, you're not even using it. In other words, so if you're not a user of public transport, like me, for example, are you happy enough that your taxes are paying for it? So, if it was free, would that encourage you to take public transport rather than driving to work and other places? Or maybe you live somewhere with very poor public transport system and you'd be annoyed that taxpayers' money is funding this for the people and not you. Because there are always going to be areas, because of the geography, I suppose, of Ireland and the, the rural areas of Ireland, there always will be areas that aren't serviced very well because it just isn't viable to do so. But let me know what you think. Would you think that free public transport would encourage more people to use public transport? And would you use it if it was free? Would you get out of your car? All right, now, getting back to public transport, will you use public transport if it's free of charge? This is the suggestion, all part of the Climate Action Plan. Let me go to Tom. Tom, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tom? Well, thank you, and you? Good, Tom. I mean, look, you know, th- there's a whole plan here by the government. You know, obviously, the, the Climate Action Report is there. They need to put action in place by 2030 and zero emissions by 2050. If we don't, we get a massive fine from the EU. Yeah. So, realistically... The, you know, the fine is more than what it would cost to give us free public transport. Yeah. So they're saying that this might be an idea. Yeah, well, of course, you know, and I had a massive plan for the HSE too. Well, we did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look how that worked too. And the, and the children's hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing free in this world. And somebody is going to pay for it. Well, the taxpayer is paying for it. And that's exactly, no. The, the, unfortunately, uh, this word free has been used for dole. It's been used for, for an awful lot of things that the taxpayer is paying for. And in the end, Niall, uh, the way I view this idea of free transport, somebody is going to make an awful lot of money out of it. Mm-hmm. It's, going to, it's, it's not going to be as efficient as, as the government say, but anything the government put the, uh, have any dealing with uh, it winds up being a bundle of bureaucracy and oh yeah committees there'll be committees and subcommittees uh, yes and the people who will be <laughs> making the money out of it uh, you know this idea of free transport is 
just ludicrous. Well, Shane Ross didn't. Now, I don't know what the latest figure in it is, but Shane Ross worked it out going back a couple of years, well, 2019, when he was Minister for Transport. Not the most successful Minister for Transport we've ever had, mind you. Uh, 600 million, he worked it out as it would be the cost to make public transport free. You see, Noel... It's a lot of money. Yeah, the people who are going to wind up... It'd be, do you know what? It'd be more than that, because more people would use public transport, actually. Well, yes, but... Who's going to benefit from it? I'll give you an example. Well, the, the planet it would benefit, isn't that the argument, the debate? Well, you see, it, it, it doesn't work out like that. I live out in the countryside. Now, that's by choice, of course. But I was born in the countryside, too. Um, for me to get to my local doctor, it's six miles. For me to go up for my, for my regular medical checks that I need to hospital is 16 miles. Right. There's no public transport passing by my door. Well, now, this is, I did point this out when I made the argument at the start of the show that I said, you know, for people who live particularly in rural Ireland who aren't serviced well by public transport, they effectively would say, well, how, why should I be paying for public transport for other people that I'm never going to use? Yes, you see. and now, But, but that's it now, in fairness, Tom, it's a bit of a moot argument because no matter whether you pay for public transport or you don't, they're going to be badly serviced anyway because it's just not financially viable to stick a bus out in the middle of nowhere. No, no it's not. It's, it's, it's not. And not only that, but as you can see with our road networks, uh, the people who are providing a road network, they don't have, seem to have the ability for, for, for future planning, uh, looking ahead at, the, uh, at uh, uh, estimating what is going to be needed in the future. Everything is catch-up. You could say the same with the DART system. Um, everything is based upon a catch-up system. Right. But sure, look, we did that. I mean, I don't know whether you remember when they built the M50, which was the first major motorway as such, right? And when they built the M50, they built it two lanes wide. So they never even thought, they never predicted even 10 years ahead. No. And, and all of a sudden then they had to make it three lanes wide on yeah, both sides at the cost of billions. And now it's in exactly the same situation, so it still hasn't been future-proofed, where they should have a, another road running parallel to it as, yeah, as such. No, I'm down here in Cork, where I'm based, at the, I'm originally from Kilkenny, from Castle Comer, County Kilkenny. But down here in Cork, where I'm living, we have the Jack Tunnel. Jack, Jack Lean's Tunnel, Tunnel, yeah. And that's now a, a, a major traffic mess because the people who designed it, uh, who are responsible for building it and overseeing it, didn't have the ability to be able to future plan. Mm. And this is, the, this, is, this is part and parcel of the great problem within our country. Um, we have well, the- Ireland has always been that way, particularly sort of Dublin and Cork in particular. Yeah. They just kind of evolved. No, they, I- they, you know, they didn't plan it. No, no you see, the, the great Irish system, Niall, is this, that money starts somewhere and some of it filters back to where it started from. And th- th- this idea of uh, a future planning and future development, and all that, nobody is going to make out of that. It's all about who's going to make and the more that the more who waiting, gets the tender yeah the more the more waiting lists we the tender listen, <laughs> i worked in the system I, tendering is a load of nonsense uh, uh, the, the, the greater length of waiting lists you have for hospitals the better consultants do out of it yeah. the, the greater message to have in traffic the road builders are going to make out of it the same with our airport development the same with it's everything that 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 we put our hands to here it, it's it, the planning is based upon Who's going to make the most out of it? Oh, yeah, follow the money. But the money trail has always been the case, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And my, we only had a conversation with Seven Rude this morning about Ireland in general. Unlike uh, we were talking about the Romans, we actually started talking about the life of Brian. What did yeah. the Romans ever do for us? Yeah. And unlike many cities around the world, which, of course, was built on the Roman design of a central city and roads leading into it, we didn't do that in Ireland. <laughs> Not 
matter of fact, <laughs> I, I would tell you something. The Romans were far more advanced than the engineers we have planning our roads here. In absolutely, Ireland. yeah. Absolutely. So, so, so do you, you don't think this is a runner at all, Tom? Well, I, I, no, no, I don't like the idea because, you see, if everybody paid their fairest share of tax, and I'll give you an example about fair share of tax. The tax system is riddled with loopholes. Absolutely. We have a particular businessman who spent millions buying a jet. He has to crew that jet. He has to fuel it. He has to maintain it. He has to actually pay parking fees, landing fees, and flyover fees. And he does all of that to avoid paying tax here in Ireland. Yes. And he's in the air. Uh, an average because they are considered legitimate expenses. <laughs> Yeah, of course, but he's in the air... Tax avoidance of, is what you're talking about, Tom. Yes, of course. He's in the air on average of 35 to, to thirty-five to 40 days a year in total trying to avoid, avoid paying tax here. But yet he can spend all of these millions uh, 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 to avoid paying tax. Mm. You see the no, 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 I, I know, and there's nothing illegal about that. And, and by the way, I was the one who said years ago that I agreed with Renewa do you remember Lucinda Creighton, uh, of course, ran with Renua uh, going back in the earlier yeah, days, yeah, yeah. Uh, who I, by the way, thought Lucinda was great. I thought she had a lot of fresh, good ideas. Oh, was, but one of her ideas was... People. Oh, well, yeah. One of her ideas was that she wanted to, of course, completely rebuild the tax system, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know exactly what her plan was to the T, but I always thought Michael O'Leary had suggested many years ago that we do away with tax credits, we yeah. do away with expenses, and everybody pays 10% of everything they earn. Yeah. And I thought, that's not a bad idea because that's a fairer system. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something now. Um, uh, a lot of people don't like Michael O'Leary, but you have to get, clap him on the back for this. He's, a, he's an Irish man, an Irish businessman, living in Ireland, paying his tax and paying his way. Mm. Although he was, he's a bit cheeky. Do you remember? Do you remember he bought a taxi plate just so he could avoid driving, <laughs> so he could drive in the taxi lanes? Listen, Niall, I'm cheeky myself. As my brother used to say to me, Niall, I know you read the book How to Win Friends and Influence People, mm. but it didn't sink in. And remember, apologising before you call somebody an asshole is not an improvement in your social skills. <laughs> I know like that's that. it's a very Irish thing to do. Listen, I'm sorry, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I, I admire Michael O'Leary for the fact that he's in Ireland. He's paying his taxes in Ireland, and he's not doing a runner like like others. Yes, uh, and not only that, who will remain nameless. What to do? Yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. But listen, thank you, Tom. Doesn't believe it's a runner. Tom says it's not free. The taxpayers are paying for it. Nothing in life is free, and he's absolutely right. Somebody has to pay for it. The money has to come from somewhere, and something else must suffer uh, to create that. I suppose, this new plan. And this is the introduction of free public transport. It has been backed by the Oireachtas Committee report on Ireland's transport sector. Uh, by 2050 now, altogether, by, by the way, they're reducing emissions in the sector by 51% by 2030 and net zero emissions by 2050. And overall, the plan is, let's provide public transport for free and then everybody will get out of their cars, their private cars. I don't think they will. I think people will still want to use their private cars. And of course, by 2030, we won't be driving around in diesels and petrols. Most likely, we'll be driving around in Electric cars, or indeed hydro cars, which are on the way, by the way, in the next few years as well, which run on water. We're actually going back to the nineteen, the early part of the 1900s, because the first cars ever built were electric and hydro. They were when they ran on steam, didn't they? So we're kind of going back in time. History repeating itself once again. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.